0: Hmm? Ah. Oh.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to our podcast. I'm Penny.
2: And I'm Greg.
1: And this is Just Gen Cast, a podcast dedicated to the Disney Plus show, Just Jen, Attorney at Law.
2: This episode, we're covering season one, episode six. You guessed it, just gin.
1: What did you think?
2: This was a uh, oh man, I I, I for uh, like a bottle episode. I guess you could call it a bottle episode. I mean, I guess it wasn't because you also had uh, you had a, the B a B story plot. that was that was over at the law firm. But uh, I I really enjoyed it, uh, even though you know they they fixed some things that I've had issues with in other. In other episodes, which I, you know, which I will talk about. But um, yeah, I I think I feel like this was a really fun episode, although I'm still waiting for certain things also that I will talk about later.
1: Yeah, I uh, was very impressed with uh, Jen's dancing. I thought she was she had some great moves on the dance floor.
2: She she was having a lot of fun or at least drinking fun.
1: Yeah, drinking fun. Yeah, and we know that Jen always. can't handle her liquor like She Hulk can.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it was—I I did think it was there were there were a couple of those those parts that were were pretty entertaining to watch. Uh, you know, it's uh, reminds me of—I think it was Jeff Foxworthy or Bill Engvall who talked about, "Oh, you know, Mary Lou's dancing by herself. You know, her top's coming off tonight." I mean uh but yeah that's specifically what it reminded me of
1: uh i've been at enough weddings where i'm like the only person i know is the bride so i'm that girl dancing by myself on the dance floor because i (laughs) literally don't know anyone um and then i'm always like why did i come to this wedding
2: (laughs) well because you felt obligated right because you knew her and you know how do you how do you say no yeah you just say no
1: it turns out you just say no
2: yeah, yeah. Oddly it enough. works all the time. <laughs> yeah,
1: just say I can't make it, and people who are planning a wedding rarely follow up on that question.
2: Yeah, if, if you say you can't make it, um, I mean, unless, if they make a plea to you, then you know maybe maybe it's a little more difficult. Because okay, you know they're they're actually asking you to go, not just asking out of obligation, but like, hey, please come be in my wedding or be at my wedding. <laughs> all right, yeah, um, so. That's awesome. Uh, First section, breaking the fourth wall. We only had two that I saw, but maybe like half of a third. We had uh, obviously, you know, the the opening. Uh, Yes, it's a self-contained wedding episode. And if you think it's an inconvenient time because you just saw Daredevil's helmet, uh, you're right. Because that's how weddings are. But I'm going to look great. So let's go.
1: The the next one was uh, after Lulu told her to be just Jen for the wedding. Uh, yeah. Obviously, this is the one time I didn't want to show up as just Jen.
2: Relatively apparent, right? She is becoming more, more happy with her She-Hulk body. She's got some clothes that fit, um, which I, I did have issue with the clothes. Um, but Me too. Uh, but then she, like, but then there was there was one thing when uh, Mallory told Nikki to just not to tell Jen about the website and all that. And it mm-hmm. looks like for a quarter second, Nikki looks at the camera. Uh, oh. I don't, I don't think that it was actually intended that way, but it was almost like a, like looking at us and going, Ugh. <laughs> I was like, Oh like man, you know,
1: I'm going to tell her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now I'm going to go, I have to go back and watch it again and see if I see
2: it. Like it's literally a blink and you miss it type thing.
1: Because if Nikki joins her in breaking the fourth wall, that would be really delightful.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think Nikki's take on things, especially, you know, with her her revelations this this episode, uh, it it was good.
1: Yeah. She's clearly incredibly smart and good at reading people, Nikki.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she... She would be a great assistant. I mean, I understand she's just a paralegal, but I mean, she would be a, an assi- a great assistant. And I'm hoping that this interaction with Mallory uh, maybe boosts her up the ladder a little bit.
1: Mm. I would uh, hope so.
2: I also don't know if she wants to be boosted up the ladder. I mean, if she's making the big bucks or the medium, slightly less the medium bucks um, mm-hmm. that uh, that Jen's making, then uh, you know that's great. Right. All right, so we want to move on to points. How about you start yeah. off with your lawyer stuff?
1: Yeah, uh, not a ton of lawyer stuff to talk about this episode because uh, Jen was mostly at the wedding. Um, I just thought it was really um, bordering on malpractice to, have, to not have a specialist in divorce law uh, included in representing uh, Craig Hollis, Mr. Immortal, um, I thought that was really weird. I also thought it was weird that none of the exes had a lawyer. There was like none of them. There's eight women or seven women in there and and no lawyer with them. Or I guess six women and one guy, Sebastian or.
2: Yeah. I mean, six yeah, spouses Spencer. or seven seven spouses.
1: Yeah. Seven spouses. Uh, but, eh, Just wasn't that interesting from a legal perspective this week? Not that much to say.
2: Yeah. I was curious if you were going to have. Stuff to talk about as far as the settlement cases go.
1: Yeah, I that was so far outside the norm that it, it doesn't count as legal stuff. Okay. That's just silliness,
2: I, and it uh, was silly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, so it was it was pretty. Uh, it, it like I'm just gonna I'm gonna tag on to because this isn't one of my points, but mm-hmm. so divorce, divorce, it is hard. Um, having conversations with your. Spouse saying, I just don't love you anymore. You're emotionally suffocating me. Yes, those are difficult conversations. Um, we don't always, oh, sorry. All of us don't have the option to just jump out of a window or run into traffic. Um, I did wonder how, uh, his husband took, like, had a funeral. Um, like, was his body just not there? <laughs> Didn't quite understand that. Uh, did, did he lay in the casket until it got buried in the mausoleum and then he just got out?
0: Creepy. Uh, I, would
2: have, I would have found that uh, interesting to, to find out the details of that. I mean, it's like, oh, you're really dedicated to this, huh?
1: Yeah. Um, I wondered that in general because when he jumped out that window.
2: It was very quick.
1: He recovered very fast. Right. so. It just made it hard for me to believe that he was able to consistently fake his own death. Although I guess if you live forever, you get good at it after a while.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess you do get practiced at it. Um,
1: like if you're choosing to fake your death to end a marriage, you make sure that like, you know, they think your body's gone or something.
2: Right. Um, I did think that the, the, the a couple of his lines were pretty funny. Um, you know, if I live to be a well, and I will. Um, (laughs) That was a good one. Yeah. yeah, Uh,
1: Did uh, you recognize him? Because he, uh, the actor is named David Pasquese or Pasquesi, and he played the major domo on Book of Boba Fett, who was hands down my favorite character on Boba Fett, and also Andrew Meyer, who's the ex husband of Selena Meyer on Veep. Among other, he has a lot of other comedy roles on his uh, on his resume, but Veep and uh, Book of Boba Fett were the ones that I was most familiar with. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, No, I I I was not familiar with him. Um, I thought he was funny, and his his general attitude was really funny. I I didn't think that the statement for a guy who of you know hates conflict so much he keeps getting married, which is weird.
1: Um, Yeah.
2: yeah, There's no way to uh, increase conflict rather than get into a relationship. Just saying.
1: <laughs> it's true. And if you want to make it really hard to get out of it, get married.
2: Yeah. <laughs> if you want to make it even more complicated. Uh, like, yes. I
1: understand why he would have gotten married the first few times. But then, like, after that, it seems like it's just mean because he knows he's going to leave this person
2: at some point. Well, you, and- you know, and I'm not trying to go off on attainment here, but part of not just the spice of life, but – part of the enjoyment of life is having someone to enjoy it with. And, you know, if you know that they are going to die before you are, then, like, hey, like, I, you know, I'm not going to get in a relationship with uh, a, a mortal because I am never going to die. Well, that seems a little silly to not, you know, enjoy it. Now, you might want to share oh. the fact that you are immortal with them and spend some time with them. Maybe not get married though. Yeah, maybe have a girlfriend yeah. for a long time.
1: I yeah, I just don't understand the the marriage part because well, I guess with that one person he had a kid.
2: Yeah. I mean She didn't <laughs>
1: seem to want him to be involved though. She just wanted money.
2: It was funny, the the I was with him for eight was eighteen years and yeah. uh, she was with him for three and most of these women seemed about the same age. Yeah. So it seemed a little odd to me that uh that they were, you know, I don't know how long I mean, let's just say they were in their mid-50s. So that's 30 years or so. Like, did they have... Did he have yeah,
1: did they overlap?
2: Yeah, how much how much overlap was there? Anyway. Yeah. All um, right. Any other... Well, I guess, lawyers? I guess you said all, yeah. all the lawyer stuff was done. And that was kind of the lawyer portion of the episode. All yeah. right. Well, I'm just going to... Uh, for my first point, I'm going to go ahead and give a high five. Uh, <laughs> the CGI... Was fan flippantastic. Uh, it, it the i i was wondering if like her foot getting out of her foot and shoe getting out of the car uh, when she arrived at the wedding. I was like, that looks like practical effects. That doesn't yeah. look like CGI. When she walked up in the dress, uh, the CGI was phenomenal. Um, I, I thought no the fight point,
1: scene looked great.
2: Oh, God, like every portion of this looked like the first portion or the first episode. And I mean, now we're into this is episode six and we're closer to when they may have gotten a little bit better. And hey, we know that episode one was originally going to be episode eight. And so, I mean, I this CGI, this episode was fantastic. Uh, I at no point. The only time I thought about the CGI is when I thought about how good the CGI was, because I wasn't as frustrated as I have been in other so maybe it was the clothes. maybe they just got better. Whatever it was.
1: Yay. And
2: yeah, I like if this is the standard, all right, Marvel, you or Disney or whomever you are, you got figure it figured out. Keep that stuff up. Keep it up, please. Cause it is yeah. phenomenal.
1: Yeah, when uh when she was sitting on the ground and she was trying to turn into Hulk and she was drunk and her feet like expanded and then contracted. I was like that looks like it's really happening.
2: Yeah, exactly. It was so good. And it just makes me go, maybe they just spent all their all their money on like these particular episodes when like you could see her toes and you could see, you know, the okay, hey, when we're just when she's just in the boxy suits and she looks like crap, then don't worry about it. But yeah, yeah it was it was so good and I I just have to I have to I have to applaud them because it was it was phenomenal.
1: I'm so glad. Yay. Because I thought so too. And I was like, Oh, I hope Greg likes it too.
2: <laughs> oh yes. It was <laughs> oh man. I and I mean and let's be let's be really, really honest, both Tatiana Maslani and She Hulk version of Tatiana Maslani are stunning. And yeah. uh even though they kind of play her down, play uh Jen down a little bit and make I mean the, the <laughs> you've got huge boobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh i did all right it's a different point but uh yeah so the cgi yeah. was was really good uh including apparently the huge boobs
1: uh yeah i mean tatiana maslany is like you know she's hollywood plane, which is like really really gorgeous but they put a little bit less makeup on her and put her in like not low-cut shirts and slightly too large clothes and so, so they can pretend she's not gorgeous
2: so but. i watched the first episode of orphan black and mm-hmm. at least whenever it started like she was totally smoking oh, like, yeah! i mean and she was wearing things that made it apparent that she was very attractive and you know phenomenally built and i was like Whew, uh yeah oh good, yeah the first good for her ca- the
1: first clone you meet is uh the sarah character right yeah. and she's like the the bad girl with the yeah, leather the jacket Goffy
2: and, and then she's yeah, walking tight jeans. around in super yeah. small panties and uh yeah uh, like she's a, very sexy <laughs> like an iron maiden t-shirt or something like that and yes yeah. yeah, she's very sexy um so that's 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 it for my my first point
1: oh cool uh i wanted to talk a, a little bit more about mr immortal because i i just found him really hilarious mm-hmm. And the divorce settlement, which I don't count as lawyer stuff, was really funny. The my favorite one being a sincere apology with eye contact lasting no less than fifteen seconds. And then when he tries to get it lowered, Nikki's like twenty seconds,
2: it'll be twenty seconds. <laughs> was, Nikki is so good and Mallory was having so much fun with that. Yeah. Was, the two of them
1: played off of each other beautifully in in the the whole Mr. Immortal plot, the the looks that they shared. Like at the beginning when Nikki first goes to Mallory's office, there's all this awkwardness, right? Like Nikki doesn't know where to sit and she's just being really deferential. And then as soon as Mr. Immortal reveals what a tool he is, the two of them instantly become one. And then they're just like, and there's a scene where they're like at the end of that meeting, right before he jumps out the window, where they're both talking to him. At the same time, about like how, what a horrible person he is and asking him questions and stuff. And you can't understand what they're both saying, even with subtitles on. I couldn't catch all of it, but it, it was just clearly all the kinds of questions that he tries to avoid in life. And that's why it he takes so his good. own death.
2: The two and of then, them together, like overlapping each other was so good. And I mean, so I was
1: funny and yeah. natural. Yeah. And then the way he just like, just got up and walked out and jumped out the window. Like yeah, straight <laughs> up dove
2: out the window. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and then they like, they like go up to the window and look down there. Like, Oh, okay. Um, I enjoyed all of that. Uh, I thought the wives or spou- ex spouses were, were pretty funny. They all were sort of justifiably done with this guy. Uh, when he was like, I truly loved each and every one of you. They <laughs> laughed at him. Uh, Everything about the Mister Immortal plot was really fun. I hope they bring him back. Um, like I said before, this actor really charmed me in Book of Boba Fett. I, I really loved him in that role. I do, and Wait, yeah. so
2: you say the major demo and you mean the major demo of the little tavern?
1: Of, yeah, of like oh, the no, village. Oh no, the mayor.
2: The mayor. The he's mayor's like the mayor of the village. Yeah. 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 yeah you know. Yeah, because yeah. the, the mayor's mayor major demo was the one he left behind. Yeah. Uh, who was the one who was stuck there? Because you said Benjamin, and I was thinking of Boba Fett's, and that was Matthew Barry. Matthew Barry? From Will Be Do in the Shadows and the IT crowd. Uh, oh, he was yeah, the voice yeah. of the robot.
1: Right, um, right, right. But this was the first guy who yeah. had the No, yeah, he was the, the, the,
2: like, the guy with the, the big tables on his yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Twilek. Yeah, yeah.
1: I can't believe I remembered the word Twilek. Yeah, I um, feel like such a good nerd. <laughs> um but yeah, his his performance as the major domo was so you know like he was so deferential and polite and yet also haughty and above it all and yeah. like effete and now that
2: now that you say it and i remember prissy. that i'm like okay yes that is the same like i recognize yeah. it as the same like facial features and facial expressions and way of talking
1: yeah I loved him in that show. But when he came on here, I didn't recognize him, right? He, I mean, all that makeup on, sure. on Book of Boba Fett. And so I had to look it up. And then I was like, oh, my God, of course. I was like, so excited to see him again. He's By the really, way, before I talented. forget,
2: uh, you can mm-hmm. present your nerd card at the end of the episode. We validate. It's cool.
1: Okay. Thank you. That's good to know. <laughs> um but yeah the eye contact apology also shows up in the uh, end credits with a picture of so Nikki funny. holding up a timer and he's yeah. all
2: sweating <laughs> and and the, the the ex-wife is like has like her fingers pointed at her eyes like I'm looking at you like right here. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, yeah. that was so good. Really fantastic.
1: Um <laughs> And when, uh, when Nikki and Mallory were bonding, uh, we get the very key pieces of information that Mallory has been married for 11 years. Yeah. And that uh, her anniversary is the day after her son's birthday. But then she cuts off all questions. So her son is not just like, a, like oh, yeah, I have a kid. He's in third grade. There's something there. There's a story.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, dead, missing, superpowered, in a coma. Something's going on. Uh, with her kid, but mm. I knew that Mallory had a life outside of work, and that she doesn't bring it to work. She's like she's got two different worlds. It's really interesting.
2: Yeah, I mean, like I, I'm looking forward to hearing more and finding out more. And uh, like again, I'm here for it because she, she, the the actress and the character are a lot of fun, especially in contact with the other characters that we know and love. Yeah. You know, we haven't seen yeah. too much of Mallory, but uh, what we've seen, we've seen that she is very uh, capable. Uh, she's mm-hmm. very smart. She knows what she's doing, except as you say, maybe having a specialty lawyer for divorce cases. Um, but uh, yeah, like I, I'm really looking forward to finding out more about Mallory.
1: Yeah. Um, the actress is, is crushing it. I, I think she's, also, incredibly beautiful. Like I can't take my eyes off of her.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and she and Nikki had, like I said, just really great chemistry, and um, very, very clear, like mutual respect by the end of the episode.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Even though, uh, even though you know Mallory shut it down, I mean, that's enough questions. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Okay. And play time is over, or at least you know question time is over, and now we can just. Yeah go to a, have a fun fun time looking at weird videos of our client being stupid.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, uh, that's my second point.
2: Okay, all right um, so I'm going to shift back to the to the a story. Um, and my uh, my second point is wedding tropes and mm, how they one. played each of these. Um, so we have a bunch of them. Right, um, I'm just going to list off a few with uh, you know small examples. Um, so you have the bridezilla. Uh, all of these people are quitting because of quote how I treat them," end quote. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, and then you have the uh, the the bridesmaids, or if you've ever been to a wedding or been a part of a wedding, um, where it's like, oh yeah, the the bridal party will just help clean up. Or, hey, we're going to save some money by not having people, you know, hired to clean up. Um, and then you're like, okay, well, now it's the end of the wedding or the end of the reception and we're all picking up glasses and trying to, I mean, don't get me wrong. I am totally willing to do that because I am cheap as all get out. But um, but it is like, oh, now it's your last responsibility of cleaning up after everybody. Um, yeah,
1: I've definitely been that bridesmaid where I've had to. Clean things, set up things that were not not expected to need to be set up. Right. Um, a lot of manual labor of like creating party favors mm-hmm. always falls on Ra- right Wrapping silverware. Oh, God. I haven't had to do that. That's horrible. I've had to tie a lot of bows on like <laughs> little um, tool bags of candied nuts.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, candied nuts. Look at that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jordan Almonds. It's a wedding classic.
2: You know, those are, the, are those the are those the chocolate covered Jordan Almonds? Or like the candy covered ones?
1: Yeah, the candy covered yeah, ones. Yeah, like the
2: different colors like the pink and the blue. Yeah, they're what? pastel,
1: so they're yeah. very weddingy. Yeah, those yeah. those
2: are really good. Sorry, I'm focusing on the taste of the candies and yeah. you're talking about the, <laughs> how wedding y they are. Um Yeah, so uh so then you know, so Bridezilla and we have um and then the the uh the the bridal party having to like pick up or do whatever. Um, Jen ended up having what being on ironing duty. Um, yeah. That seems like the other bridesmaids were doing that to be mean. Well, so very specifically before she walked into frame, I heard them say, Oh, we just make her do these types of things. And I was like, Oh, that's really mean girl style. And I noticed at that point when I when I heard that I was like, they are very specifically excluding Jen, but when she's She Hulk, they're like, oh, this I'm, I we're trying to keep it clean now. So mm-hmm. um, I'm just gonna say uh, these <laughs> straight up bees um, to to Jen, and Jen just needs to learn how to say no. Like, yeah, to these are not maid. her friends. No, they're these not. These
1: women – and she wanted to show off to them, right? So we get a little bit of this – the the vibe of the backstory. We don't get the facts. But these are girls that she knew in high school, right, who were probably mean to her then. And she wanted to be in their group. And so she put up with – she probably did their homework and stuff like that, right? right? So they've always treated her like that. And now she's She-Hulk. So she wanted to show up to that wedding and be like, you can't treat me like crap anymore, And, uh, you know, Lulu shut her down and said she had to be just Jen. And it it was really interesting how that played out.
2: Well, and and that kind of leads into how you, and something that Jessica Gao was talking about, uh, like before the show came out, um, that, that she, when she presents as She-Hulk, she's treated one way. And when she presents as Jen, she's treated another. And what I think that Jen needs to learn or I hope that she does learn is that she is the same person. It's not just because she just, she, she, she isn't six foot seven and you know, with, I'm sorry, I'm stuck on it. huge boobs. Um, like she can still assert herself. And I'm really, really looking forward to, to seeing, uh, the, 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 when Jen embraces herself and can be shulky in Jen form, yeah, um,
1: I, I hope that's where we're going because she acts very differently in the two forms. And there, there is some like theory or whatever in the, in the comic book history that when she's in the She Hulk form, her actual emotions and, and motivations are a little different because she has more adrenaline and things like that when she's in She Hulk form. Almost like so her so brain changes. Yeah, her so she's like change. more aggressive and, and more confident. But, I agree with you that she needs to have some of that She Hulk vibe spill back into Jen because Jen is a fabulous person who just, you know, she sort of gets in her own way and
2: yeah, and she went. She went to law school. She was a a badass lawyer. She was she 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 was a a a great person. The only time it feels like the only time that she like started shrinking is when she was now being compared to She Hulk, and yeah. you know and maybe it was just the familiarity of the scenes that we saw with like Dennis or whatever, but, um, yeah, it just, it, it feels like I want Jen to, I'm rooting for Jen to be Jen. Um, and, uh, and, or at least for some of she Hulk to rub off a of gym. And I keep saying that like they're two different people, but they're, they're not. She presents as two different people, but, but she's the same person, just in different bodies. And I mean, it's just—it's frustrating to see someone that you're cheering for um, be run over like that.
1: Yeah, she—she's a little bit of a doormat as Jen. Yeah. Uh. And I hope that that's just so that we get to see her change.
2: Yeah. The uh, so the, the last. I uh, mean, me too. Um, the last thing that I had was uh, the. Freaking old dog in the gr- <laughs> Jonathan. I'm just like, are you <sighs> like? I, I get. Don't it.
1: forget, he also leaks. He's an incontinent elderly dog.
2: <laughs> like, oh, you know, we had to we had to resuscitate him last night. I'm like, oh god. Like we we literally are just we're just inventing ways to in- embarrass Jen and to humiliate Jen. Also, um,
1: that joke already happened on Friends. I feel like. They could have at least made the dog different.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. you're not wrong, but uh, yeah, I. It was just kind of like it was almost like last week where it was like one more and one more and one more of the men there to embarrass yeah. her. Um, it's just one more thing to uh, to 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 bring Jen low. Oh, don't get me wrong. And it made it when she hulked out and straight up just nailed Titania to the wall. It made it that much more satisfying. But it still was very hard to watch in in the in the moment and go, just stand up for yourself. Say I'm not walking down the, the aisle with a dang dog.
1: Yeah. Um, or say and, no to being a bridesmaid in the first place.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a... That was a, a, a big one um, especially to someone that God Lulu was such a douche. like I just, and normally I reserve that for for men who are not you know who are are, are just misogynistic or just belittling or whatever but no Lulu was an utter douche.
1: It's my special day. Yeah I mean
2: I'm good, good for you. Hey I'm all about you celebrating your special day. Don't celebrate your special day at the cost of other people. That's my point. Anyway. And also right.
1: remember that it's your special day, not everyone's special day. Like for other people, they're just going to a wedding. It's not the most important day of their lives. I think sometimes brides forget that well, for the, so the guests. It's just a, another event.
2: The 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 problem with that is, and I get it. We wouldn't have that conflict if this had happened. But at that point you say, Hey, Jen, did you get my package? Did you get my invite? Are you said yes? Hey, I just want you to like I just want you to understand I understand you got this whole she hulk thing going on and that's awesome for you, but I would really appreciate it if you were just Jen when you when you came.
1: Yeah. Again. I, mean, I know
2: that's not dramatic. It's not funny. Um it's not disappointing for us or for Jen in the moment, but um it-
1: It's like Holloway. He didn't warn her that he expected her to be She-Hulk at work.
2: But to be fair, she also didn't ask any questions when she accepted the job.
1: (laughs) And Yeah. What he should have said is, I want to have a meeting with you on Monday to talk about a job offer. And then that should have been all of the conversation while she was drunk. But we've already covered that.
2: (laughs) Um, We've we've already addressed the the massive ethical violations going on by several people, but (laughs) <laughs> um but yeah and then Lulu, uh
1: yeah oh, but the,
2: then the just the, the hooking up uh i did think that the whole how did she figure out like plus ones for this like uh i i i don't i don't know um i did yeah. think that was that was funny it's like because i i'm my next week is my retirement party and uh and i am like hey this person i'm inviting their family this person i'm inviting just them uh, and maybe they don't understand how that is, like, but most of the time, it's just if they're married, you make like you say plus one, or if you know their spouse or uh significant other, then you invite you give them a plus one. But yeah, uh, yeah, I did think that was a, a funny line because it almost did feel like she was isolating Jen so that she couldn't bring somebody else.
1: Exactly. Lulu had a couple of great lines, like, uh, when all the other women were admiring Jen's butt. Uh, in her she-hulk form, <laughs> yeah, Lulu like charges ass. through
2: the group, yeah, Everybody has it. an ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I said that live, but that, that would make yeah. me chuckle. <laughs> it was-
1: oh, it was so good. And then, uh, are you familiar with the comedy, uh, folk music duo, Garfunkel
2: and Oats? Oh, yes. I love our Garfunkel and Oats.
1: Yeah, so the scene where Lou like, "Oh, Jen, I want to catch up. What's new with you?" And then Jen's like, "Well, I'm at this law firm, and it's prestigious." And and then she's like, "No, are you dating anyone?" Uh, right. It reminded me a lot of the of their song "Pregnant Women, pregnant are, women are Smug." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was, everyone yeah. knows it. Nobody says it because they're pregnant. Yeah. So
2: if you have not discovered Garfunkel and Oates, uh, go look it up on YouTube. Um. My personal favorite is The Loophole. Uh, it is not safe for children. It is not yeah. safe for work. But The Loophole is my m- the most comical of those songs. So if you haven't checked it out, check it out. Um, yeah, it's uh, Ricky Lindhart or something like that. Lind- Lindhart. Kate Makucho. Makuchi.
1: Mikuto- Miku-
2: Makuchi. Some- <laughs> Kate Makuchi and Ricky Lindholm. Yes. Thank you very much, Penny. Um, no, I didn't think about that, but that absolutely matches. That absolutely yeah. fits.
1: Uh, any excuse to bring up Garfunkel notes because I, I think they're brilliant and oh, uh, they, charming, they are hysterical. Hilarious. I uh, yeah, my favorite of their songs is "Weed Card." Weed Card kills me. Oh,
2: yeah, Weed Card's good too. Um, yeah. Basically, they're the female Tenacious D, in my opinion. Um, yeah, and if you have if you're not familiar with Tenacious D. Uh you should check them out too, also, not safe for work um but uh you should check them out uh It's uh Jack Black and Kyle Gass and then Ricky Hootland home and uh Kate Mccucci. Those would be unsung heroes of our brains this week, yeah, definitely all right so that that pretty much finishes my my second point
1: uh I had a wedding point too, which was first about why are the bridesmaids being mean. Um, but, uh, I wanted to point out a couple of fun aspects of the wedding The when Jen was dancing by herself, the song was walking on broken glass, mm-hmm. which is all about being uncomfortable and just putting up with it anyway. Uh, I thought, um, it was funny that Ched was the DJ and that his, his DJ name is DJ in Chedable Hulk.
2: That was so funny. <laughs>
1: Uh, when the fight broke out, he yelled, "Wedding fight!" blew some air horns, and then started playing the electric slide <laughs> of all things. <Yes. laughs>
2: it was that scene was so good.
1: So it was delightful. Everything about the fight was great. I have a nerd question about it. When yes. Titania sucker punches Jen when she's barfing, yep, and she like flies through the air and tumbles on the brick pavers. Mm-hmm. Why didn't she automatically turn into She Hulk?
2: So that is a good question. Um, I do wonder if Jen's skin is also impenetrable. Um, oh,
1: so she wasn't hurt by that?
2: Yeah. So, so I don't think that she's. I mean, like you would make the argument that maybe she would start bleeding from her nose because she got punched in the nose by a superpowered person. Um, maybe, like, I, she got sucker punched, so it'd be surprised, kind of like, you know, uh, but it makes me wonder if there, I think maybe you, you found a plot hole, but, mm. uh, I'm just gonna say that, because I feel that, like, Titania punching someone, a superpowered person punching someone, regardless of superpowers, if in their, like, normal form, they would at least start to bleed. Um, but, uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the assumption. And this is, yes, this is me making excuses for the show. And that's okay. I am fine with Mm -hmm. that. Uh, I (laughs) I accept it. Um, but, uh, that for that moment, she saw, she recognized that it was Titania. Her gut instinct, kind of like her spider sense, uh, noticed it and was like, Oh God, it's Titania. And so her face changed into Hulk form for a second as she got hit. I'm just saying it's like Emma Frost in her diamond, diamond sh- shape or form or whatever. I'm going to oh, make yeah. the, I'm just going to throw it out there and see what sticks. Uh I'm going to choose to believe that because yes, she would <laughs> absolutely would, should have been bleeding if she was still in gen form. Uh Although her, her like drunken stumble to her feet and like, come on, I want that fair and square was, was her delivery was fantastic. It was phenomenal.
1: And then when she turns into She-Hulk and first of all, she slams the ground with her foot throwing Titania through the air. That was, that was fantastic. (laughs) Um, so good. And then she walks into the, into the room where everybody is and she sees Josh and she gives him this little like shrug wave thing that was so cute. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I've been waiting for that to see She-Hulk like in this like relatable, cute moment. It was really, it was really great. Um, I'm nervous about Josh. He seems too good to be true. And I was a little worried that he was a spy.
2: I understand plant. that. And I would say I would tend to agree with you. And I think that we are supposed to believe that uh, mm. specifically because it transitioned from uh, did we hit with the fries and then it yep. backs out to the the spy cam. Um, yeah. I think that we are supposed to believe that. I don't. I'm hoping that uh, it is not. I'm hoping maybe it's like a 10 things they hit about you type moment where he was paid to go do this. And then he actually like, you know, kind of maybe not falls for her, but like is like, oh, she's actually a really cool person and blah, 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 blah. But uh, yeah, I was. uh,
1: I would like her to have like at least one like cool dude in her life.
2: Yeah. No, I I agree.
1: Um, I mean, besides pug pug is also
2: cool oh yeah he's not no, but yeah i would like he's for not her a romantic to, prospect I, I, yeah. yeah exactly i i would like for her to have some sort of of god does this make us like the the people that are like oh it doesn't we shouldn't depend on her to have a a happiness moment or a, need a male or whatever you know what f that i'm sorry but seeing somebody who you know be happy in a romantic or a some sort of companion relationship, you know. If you don't like it, stop listening. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. I it's, I like. I like it. That's what I, I want
1: in a sh- in this show where her character clearly wants to find romantic love. Wanting that for her is unproblematic. When it becomes a problem <laughs> is when it's like in the middle of like Avengers End Game and people are like. They should get together. It's like they're in the middle of a war, people. <laughs> like, but this show is a rom com. I mean, she's supposed to date and meet men, and it's so supposed to be of, silly. So,
2: one of the best things about that I've heard talked about as far as the movie Moana, and I'm sorry because it's one of the movies that my children love to watch, and so we watch it, um, is that uh, Maui, while she does Han Solo her, uh, he's not there as a romantic interest. She doesn't need a man to go and, and do things for her or make her happy or whatever the case is. And for that movie it fit. But I think you're right. I think for this show, it's perfectly fine to want her to find at least companionship, at least somebody she can sit down and have some bomb ass fries with. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I, so, yeah. So I'm not trying to be mean to anybody who thinks otherwise, but, uh, Yeah, I like it. I may not be in a romantic heart, but I am, in fact, somebody who likes people being happy. All right, so that was a little bit of a tangent. That's okay.
1: Uh, I wanted to point out that Titania's face after she fell on her face on the ice cubes on the floor, with her veneers all broken and her eyelash like down on her cheek, was one of the funnier physical gags I've seen in a long time. Like, her teeth made her look like a jack-o'-lantern.
2: She looked like a classic jacked-up redneck with, like, her teeth all gapped and all that. And you're going to go, oh, you're going to share this with your 11 followers on Instagram? It <laughs> was, was so so very classically Titania, um, even though we've only yeah. seen her, in like, three episodes. I mean, we've we've gotten a sense of who she is and, and what she likes. Yeah, and And when uh, she was so
1: mean to Jen at the rehearsal dinner, and she's like, "It's not always about you, Jennifer." I was like, "Hit her in the face! Hit her in the face!" (laughs) (laughs) She's such a jerk.
2: I mean, I Um, her rainbow
1: fur though. I want it. I want it so bad. (laughs) Titanium at the rehearsal dinner. She had this like rainbow fur boa thing. I would wear that all the time.
2: Um. Okay, look at that fashion. Even in, <laughs> yeah. uh, in even in, in this, um, the I what I find what I find funnier is that it wasn't the punch to the face by a Hulk that messed up her veneers. It was her slipping and falling on her face uh, yeah. on some ice. Like <laughs> that made it even funnier. It wasn't even like, hey, you got into a fight uh, with a super and you got messed up. No. Uh, you literally slipped and fell on your face, and then stole a cake. Yeah, I'm taking this. <laughs> <laughs> this wedding sucks. It was so funny, uh, Jamila Jamil. I love you. Yeah, uh,
1: she's charming and wonderful.
2: Yeah, she's fantastic. Um, even though in this, you're super crappy. <laughs> you are. She's like the Damon of of, of She Hulk. She's so uh. bad, but she's great to watch.
1: Yeah, she's a lot of fun to watch. And he he is, of course, referring to
0: oh, Prince yeah, Damon
1: Targaryen on House of the Dragon, who is uh, one of the funner villains I've ever seen since Loki. He's like, he's just delightful.
2: He's del- delightful in doing horrible things, yes.
1: Oh, he's a horrible, horrible person. <laughs> yeah. So entertaining to watch.
2: Uh, if you'd like to check that out, uh, you can watch that and then listen to the podcast by Rima and Kristen over on the Dragoncast. You should check it out. It's pretty good.
1: That is true. All right.
2: Shameless plug for Podcastica. All right. Fantastic. All right. Uh, what's next on the bingo checklist? Um, uh,
1: I have Intelligentsia as my next thing.
2: Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead.
1: So they're clearly making fun of like white supremacy and incel websites, right? There's like there's these websites out there. I'm not going to give them any traffic where people post memes exactly like the ones they showed us. Um, the, the open page, the, the front page, um, the stories were weird rubber guy falls off building and survives, which was of course, Mr. Immortal, uh, 24 hour loop of countryside driving with like a pretty picture that looks like every car ad ever, where it's like a, a curving road in the mountains. Um, Top 10 Best Travel Destinations, and it highlighted Cookville. I don't know if that's an inside joke. And Slutty She-Hulk. And that section was members only. And the members only section is run by Hulk King, all one word. And that is a little Hulk face with a crown on it. Um, And they had to – Nikki and um, Mallory had to make up a fake profile – to get approved to be members in this members-only section. And there were a bunch of memes in there. There was one that was hashtag cancel She-Hulk. And it said, she discriminates against anyone who doesn't share her pathetic, man-hating ways. If she were a man, she would be canceled already. Think about it. There was a meme that said, when you Hulk, but you still dumb. And it was a picture of Jen next to a picture of She-Hulk and their eyes were like crossed out with red uh someone said uh someone just shoot she hulk why hasn't anyone already done it it's not that complicated bro kill the bitch already so we can move on i'm sick of hearing about this bitch. yeah there was one of a list of best memes and there was another version of the when you hulk but you still dumb there was one that said wants equality still wants you to pay for dinner one said where's yoga pants mad when you look which I've seen that direct thing on the internet. Um, Guilty of dressing like a man. That one's actually true in my opinion. That gray suit was horrible.
2: (laughs) That gray suit was pretty bad. (laughs)
1: Um, And then there was another reference. It was, uh, how do we swat She-Hulk? Do regular police weapons kill her? Can we just swat her and get rid of her? And if you don't know what swatting is.
2: It did get more and more dark.
1: Yeah, it's pretty dark. Swatting is when uh, somebody – calls the police and and says that someone they don't like is like you know has kidnapped someone or is hoarding weapons in their house or something dramatic that gets the SWAT team called out and sometimes the person ends up getting killed or their house gets shot up or like it's a horrible thing to do to a person um, there was another article that said uh, eight reasons she hulk needs to die And then one that said, how do we kill She-Hulk? And there were these like target pictures over her face and they were requesting all ideas. And then the last one was, She-Hulk isn't even that strong. If She-Hulk and the real Hulk, it was all in caps, got into a fight, the Hulk would totally kick her butt. No questions asked. I don't know what I'd even do if I saw them fighting though. LOL. I might have to get in the ring with them and beat up She-Hulk myself because she's not even strong.
2: Yeah, I, I did think that one was funny because if, if you paused it and like read it and all that, you're like, whoa, we saw that in episode one. Cool. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's interesting.
1: Not even strong. Um, and that just an aside, that Nikki used phrases men have actually said to her on the internet when she was creating her fake um, profile. And then okay. Nikki and so, Mallory... Just,
2: with yeah. regard to that, I, I yeah. imagine that that was like, hey, what are some things that people have said to you uh, from women in the writers' room or whatever. Oh and, yeah. Oh hey, let's just put this put them in here because I can only imagine that. Like, don't get me wrong. I've been uh, an online dating person, and I've, we've we've talked about it. And uh, like, I you've had to I say play the game because like, the game is stupid. But um, you know, there's there's something to being kind of a d- and you know actually getting someone to respond to you. At least that was back like 2000 three but uh Mm. yeah wouldn't work on me anymore well yeah i mean when 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 you're in your 40s you're like okay this is stupid i'm not doing this but uh in in your 20s you're just like at least as a guy in my early 20s it was like i just needed to get somebody to talk to me maybe at that point i can like use my personality Uh, i was also (laughs) Uh, a rather large person so uh confidence was low confidence was low um,
1: aging myself uh when i was in my early 20s there was no internet dating Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, it just was not an option. Um, Nikki and Mallory disagree about whether to tell Jen about all these dark, mean, horrible things on the internet. Mallory's like, they're just trolls. Don't give them attention. That's what they want. And oh, Nikki's but they're like, death threats. They're like, you death have
2: threats. To, you, you, you need to let her know about this.
1: I learned right. from West Wing, you take death threats seriously. Right. You can ignore the other stuff. So- Nikki goes just goes ahead and leaves Jen a really terrifying voicemail. I can't imagine getting that voicemail as, you, <laughs> right. as like drunk Jen later in the evening. Um, but I, I think there is some truth to the idea that you know you shouldn't react to trolls or feed the trolls or or whatever. But right. um, Jen has a right to know about the death threats.
2: Oh, absolutely! I I completely agree. Um. Yeah.
1: And then there's more about intelligentsia, but, um, it's a little spoilery. So I thought maybe we could talk about it like at the end and people could skip over it if they want to.
2: Okay. Um, I, I, it's, it'll be spoilery for me because I don't know what you're talking about, but, uh, cool. All right. So uh, speaking of swatting, who, thank you, Penny. I didn't know what swatting meant. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, uh, last week we talked about a drip broker and I wanted to thank Hank Allen, uh, who's a host on uh, Strange indeed and on uh, Run for Your Lives that he, he, he informed us that a drip broker is not in fact something with a with you know, direct reinvestments, whatever I was talking about program or whatever that I was talking about last week. It's actually like someone who helps you find clothes, uh, find for your drip. But I didn't know that drip meant fashion. Maybe because it hangs off of you. I, I don't know. But uh, hmm. yeah, I I thought I thanks, I uh, Really yeah, appreciate it. I am uh, I was I am now up to date on that particular uh, piece of lingo. Thank you very much. Uh, that as we've talked, about, we've, me. Uh, we've talked about, we've we've talked about aging ourselves a little bit or dating ourselves a little bit. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's yeah. that's where we're at.
1: Josh and Jen when they were eating fries, Josh says, "Did we hit?" And she said, Yeah, we definitely hit. That just was a phrasing that I'm not familiar with and I was I, like, Is that West Coast young people slang? Like what what is that?
2: I, I, I mean I the way that I heard it or the way that I interpreted it was that she tried the fries, like, hey, did we hit a, a good like hey, are the fries good, basically? And yeah. she's like, Oh yeah, we hit. Um that was I what I'd I never saying. heard
1: it. I'd never heard it put that way before. It just was, um,
2: it immediately knocked me back to battleship. Did we hit or was it a hit? (laughs) Um, but, uh, again, back in the eighties. Um, but, uh, yeah. So anything else for your number three? Nope. Okay. Uh, so my last point is the fight. Uh, the fight was so good. And I mean, if we just start from drunk Jen getting punched in the face uh, by Titania, and of course, I said, I literally said, this isn't over, hater. Um, And then, oh, no, you know what? Uh, You know, you're not even going to turn? Come on. And uh, (laughs) then she's like, okay, fine. And very obviously reminiscent of, uh, of Endgame, where Bruce won't change into... I'm sorry. Infinity war where yep. Bruce won't change into, into Hulk. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> and then she's like, okay, fine. Uh, and so you, know, you get the, the blinking and the very similar, again, very similar to Spider-Man, the Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, where he like wakes up and he no longer needs his glasses. Yeah. Uh, he goes, she goes from drunk to not drunk very quickly. Uh, a sobering moment, if you will. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, so then she ground slams her with her foot, which I thought was interesting, although not much leverage, whatever, you know, Hey, it's a, it's a comic book show. Yeah. Um, and the, the, then her she like launches herself at Titania and then Titania like stops her by kicking her in the stomach and then they trade blows and the punch, the punch that I figured would have knocked out Titania's teeth uh was so well visualized and so well put together and Jin's hand was so giant <laughs> coming yeah. through her face
1: and it, they it shot was, it so the punch was toward camera and then Titania's face like flies toward the camera it was it was, uh, it beautifully was a straight
2: made. it was a straight 300 moment yeah. um and it was absolutely beautiful cinematography or computer graphics or however they filmed it. It was great. Um, but, uh, and then, you know, and then we talked about the, the fall and the veneers and, and all that. Um, and seeing Titania getting new veneers in the, the end credits was, was pretty good. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. But the, yeah, the fight in general was fan- was hysterical and fantastic and uh, just, just great um now i talked about the fight and now i'm going to talk about the dress or the dresses so penny is normally the person to talk about the fashion um (laughs) but i really don't understand why when they very specifically addressed that uh what was the guy's name Luke, Luke. That Luke would make her things that fit both bodies. Yes. Like, why didn't it fit both bodies?
1: I know. Jen had to like hold the dress up and like. Yeah, she was like, holding it oh, up. And trip she, on it.
2: She, she's literally like, she looked like a little girl in her mom's clothing. Um, and like with the, like, don't get me wrong, still, you know, attractive and, you know, low cut and, and all that, but I was just like, but the whole point was to get clothes that fit both. And this absolutely does not. Uh, like if you got something like in Back to the Future 2, where, you know, the, the, the vest shrinks down to whatever size you're supposed to be, that works. Um, I get it. That's Back to the Future and this is stretch pants or stretch shirt or dress or whatever. But I didn't understand why the clothes still didn't fit Jen. When, yeah I, mean, I was ups, really upset
1: by that and yeah. uh, I also thought that polka dot dress was really boring. I was like why is she so excited about this lame plain boring dress uh,
2: I will disagree uh, this is my personal opinion. I thought the dress looked great. Um,
1: I mean she looked now, really good but I I would I would expect a custom designer dress to be a little more interesting.
2: Gotcha okay that that's that's fair. Um, i mean i personally thought that she looked phenomenal i mean i i think that any woman would look phenomenal in a dress like that but uh if only i could get my wife to wear something like that that'd be that'd be pretty cool
1: (laughs) the dress actually reminded me a lot of the polka dot dress in pretty woman it's a kind of iconic look uh where she goes to the the polo match no, she, she wears this like brown and white polka dot dress to the polo match where oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. she
1: encounters the, um, the jerk lawyer played by, um, George Costanza. What's his name? Jason Alexander. Yeah. And, um, and you know, he makes her feel cheap and it's awful, but um, that now, dress yeah. is and like her, burned her hair into it. was like it.
2: slicked down. Yeah. 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 So now we're remembering Pretty Woman, which is yeah. funny because I just watched the, the office where Dwight got, had the Pretty Woman, the the uh the shop owner but anyway oh, that's
1: funny um yeah i just it's an iconic look in the mind i think of every woman in gen x is mm. that is that pretty woman uh polka dot dress so when i saw a polka dot dress in a green field i was like hmm is that intentional <laughs> yeah, i never know with
2: this show that's fair and then, uh, like the, it was weird. It looked like once she hulked out, like her dress looked like a pink teddy. Yeah, like, is that right? Like, yeah, it I mean, kind of looked, very, it kind of looked,
1: looked like a nightgown to begin with. That yeah, was a the, very pom
2: poms up on her up on her shoulders, and I
1: hate shoulder decorations. I really, <laughs> I I just I think it always makes your neck look short and your shoulders look too big. It's just uh, it's not my thing. Gotcha. Um. The dresses were, I mean, they were okay as bridesmaid dresses go. I've certainly worn worse as a bridesmaid, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, when she turned into Hulk, it, it did kind of look like a baby doll dress, yeah, or like a nighty or something, um, but not horrible. Like it still kind of fit her.
2: Oh yeah, no, it it, it fit, but it just it just yeah. did not seem like a, a dress. It seemed like, as you said, like a like a nighty.
1: Yeah. Um I think it was appropriate for comedic value for her to have the bridesmaid dress be too small on She Hulk. That sure. works for me. Um Again Everything else about it that scene was both. so cute. Yeah. Oh, well yeah, Luke didn't absolutely. make the bridesmaid dress, to be fair.
2: Oh yeah, that's fair.
1: That's so fair. the just the rehearsal dress is the offender.
2: Then why would why would she if she just wanted her to be just Jen, why would she get did it fit Jen? I don't yeah. know. The, the it was blues. a little okay. big on
1: Jen, but too small for She-Hulk, so...
2: Yeah, I mean... Whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, all right. Um, was that it for...
1: Uh, for my main it, points? Was that yes. my point,
2: or was that your point?
1: I think that... The dresses, that was your point.
2: Oh, yeah, the fight and then the dresses was Yeah, was my Greg point.
1: with the fashion. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> so um, I just
1: have my spoilery stuff and okay, a couple I'm of notes. Gonna,
2: I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I've got a couple of notes. Um so I didn't I didn't notice it last uh, last episode or rather two episodes ago, but when the and maybe you did, but uh in the recap, um I didn't notice that when she answered the door and the uh the service not servicemen, um the person serving the Sabina or the whatever Oh process um, server. She, yeah. yeah, the the, the server uh like she like pulled down her shirt because she was only wearing a t-shirt or a yeah a oh and she thought
1: she thought it was the doctor guy coming yeah, back
2: exactly yeah. and and she was like oh god and she like pulled down her shirt i was like oh i didn't notice that last time yeah um i'm just so just this is just a note uh i personally find that glitter bombs and confetti bombs are hysterical
0: um <laughs> i thought that,
2: as soon as the the box opened up and the confetti popped out and then she opened up the card and all the glitter fell out, I was reminded of my wife. Um, I remember we were on vacation and her niece needed, uh, was, we were sending her a card for her birthday and I was like, oh, hey, let's put a bunch of glitter in there. And uh, then later on, uh, she got a call from her sister, my wife got a call from her sister and like and her daughter was like oh, I got your card and glitter went everywhere and her <laughs> her her sister is very much like kind of OCD with regard to cleanliness and everything straight and everything I was I was a little bit excited and how I was I saw all the glitter fall the floor I was like that's hysterical yeah because glitter I am is so hard to clean I, oh. I am eternally 12
1: yeah I I find glitter bombs really funny when um when they're done by gay rights activists to um, anti-gay rights politicians. (laughs) I'm particularly entertained by that one. Um, Glitter is unfortunately uh, environmentally horrible, and it it gets into the water system. And so I've stopped using glitter, but um, I have started making my own confetti. By um, just like cutting up scraps of fabric into like mm-hmm. teeny tiny pieces. And then it's like reusable fabric confetti. Works pretty oh, okay. well. I also saw somebody who was using like a hole puncher, you know, to get little circles. Oh, yeah. Um, with uh, autumn leaves, like dry leaves. And then you just oh, punch okay. a bunch of circles out. And then you have biodegradable confetti, which is nice.
2: Yeah, glitter. The herpes of the art world. Um, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it, it, is, it is pretty rough. Uh, One year there, for
1: Halloween, I put glitter in my hair, and it was like six months that people were still <laughs> saying to me, "Like, there's light catching something on your cheek. What is that glitter?" And I'd be like, "Oh, bad Halloween costume." Yeah. Uh,
2: the fact that the window the the wedding was on a Thursday, um, <sighs> <laughs> who has so, a wedding on a Wednesday Thursday. What?
1: I mean, it's a lot cheaper, but obnoxious.
2: Yeah, Everybody um, has to
1: take off work. Uh,
2: we got another Don't Touch Me uh, mm-hmm. from, uh, from Mallory. Yep. Um, what's our motto, girls? Never, Never again. again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then Titania had her boss earrings. Literally, oh. they said boss. Yeah. Tacky, uh,
1: tacky, tacky.
2: Yeah. I like Josh, and I hope he, something positive happens with him.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, their flirting was so cute. When she was yeah, like, it was, it was Joshy, me. Josherson," and then she's like, "Your parents gave you a good face, too." It was just really <laughs> adorable. <laughs>
2: uh, I I did love his approach. Like, oh, I still haven't uh, prof- like still can't figure out how to not do an awkward introduction. Hi, yeah. I'm Josh. Oh, you should really. Worry. Oh, you know, like? I was planning on meeting a, a a woman eating candy nuts, and I mean, hey, I'm right on. I'm right on schedule.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was very
2: good. Yeah, um,
1: he was adorable. Their flirting was adorable. I really hope that he's in next week's episode.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, the <laughs> both at the beginning and the end, uh, the Lulu motorboat into uh, into She Hulk's chest was I think yeah. funny. The drunk um, version
1: of Lulu after the wedding has happened. It was was a lot more fun.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Uh, rather than just trying to avoid the boobs in front of her face, she's just like, oh, my God, huge boobs. Yeah, Um, she went
1: all in. I feel like Lulu, Drunk Lulu and Drunk Madison would get along.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I feel like Lulu and Madison would get along. I don't think that Madison's getting getting married uh, anytime soon, but, uh, yeah. That's okay. Oh, absolutely. Green Up. Green Up was pretty good. Um, That's awesome. All right, and so in – You know what? I think maybe we'll – hey, give us about like 30 seconds to a minute, um, and we're going to talk about spoilers. Sorry, not in 30 seconds to a minute, but right now we're going to talk about spoilers for 30 seconds to a minute. So – and spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Go ahead, Penny. Uh,
1: Intelligentsia in the comics is a villain organization uh, headed up by the creatively named The Leader – Uh, who is played by Tim Blake Nelson, and he was in the 2008, I think, um, Incredible Hulk movie, and he's coming back to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I assume that uh, we're going to see a little bit of him in this show, and that'll introduce him for the MCU.
2: That would be great. However, uh, I happen to notice, and I think this kind of tied back to one of our last episodes, um, it was... In the, the credits, or rather in the uh, the subtitles, uh, I talked about Hulk King, or not in the subtitles, but on the little message it said Hulk King, right? Yeah. But I think that somebody mentioned or so, something about the, the guy who was so into her and like- uh, Oh, was Creepy Todd? Yeah, Creepy Todd. Todd, yeah. yeah. I, I believe that somebody said that he was called Hulk King on one of the subtitles or something like that. Or, oh, no, or on IMDb or something. And so I think that that is uh, – Todd is Hulk King, and we can only hope that the leader shows up. Maybe it's you know the leader's son or something like that. But, yeah. Uh,
1: well, Intelligentsia is a league of villains, so there okay. has to be more than one. Sure. Um, and, and certainly Todd could be one of them or related to one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, he could be the one that runs the website or right. he could be the leader's son, or he could be another villain that we haven't met yet. Uh, there's a lot open there.
2: Right. Uh, and then uh, that was a giant-ass needle. Excuse me. That was a yeah. very large needle that they were <laughs> replacing it. So obviously the person who put the giant needle on there um, maybe made of vibranium, perhaps?
1: That's what I wrote um, in my notes. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
2: uh it was next to the broken needle that uh, Thunderball or whatever, whoever didn't get the... Didn't we didn't get the, get the blood last time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's all I have for my notes.
1: Uh, I had one other note, uh, which is that in the closing credits, they show some photo booth pictures, and there's like cute ones of Jen and um, Josh. But then there's, uh, there's one where Lulu is kissing Chad. Is kissing Chad, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, hmm. And we never met the groom, so I'm like, I don't know who she married, but-
2: I did think that was odd that we never saw the groom. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, there was one of Titanian and Jonathan, too. Yeah. Uh, or sorry, Titania and Lulu. And then there was pictures of Jonathan.
1: Yeah. And there were some pictures that were behind the strip that was Jen and Josh. And the yeah. top one was definitely Jen in her She-Hulk form. And then the next three, it was really hard to see what they were. Okay. And it, I felt like there was important information there, but I I just couldn't get to it.
2: Gotcha. Uh, I did like the 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 twenty the new ones were Titania getting her new teeth, and then the twenty seconds of eye contact with uh, the ex-wife.
1: Yeah, that was great. That was a really yeah. really good one.
2: Right. I, I'm still loving all of the the in credit pictures. They're yeah. fantastic.
1: They're really really fun. Um.
2: All right. Uh, anything else?
1: No, that's it.
2: All right. We are going to take a quick break. We'll be back. Stay with us. And we're back. Uh, moving on to our next sections. Uh, we don't really have any news about She-Hulk, so we're going to move on to listener feedback. Um, now from Facebook.
1: Alex Baelish wrote in to say, all the episodes have been so fun to watch. This is like no other show Marvel has put out in the sense that it's a real adult woman with real non-superhero problems, which at first look, which at first took some getting used to. Just Jen can't get a break but She-Hulk can do no wrong. Laugh emoji, laugh cry emoji. This reminds me of some of the Spider-Man movies where he is always flying by the seat of his pants, pun intended, to balance school, superheroing, and life. Green up. What a great one-liner. Jamila Jamil can play such a fun bad girl villain. The credit-rolling artwork finishes up the story as well. I always look forward to seeing that. Me too. Rene, Yeah, me too. Uh, Renee Elisa Goldsberry, I just loved in Hamilton and can't get enough of her here. She and Nikki were too much with that divorce case. Can't wait to hear your take and the rest of the show. Donnie blaze out. I just love saying that now. P.S. Maybe she found a little love? I hope so. I hope so, too. Thanks, Alex.
2: Yeah, that was was great, man. I really appreciate you you, you writing in. Maybe Um, they'll find
1: a way to let Mallory sing, because she is has such a great oh, singing voice. Yeah,
2: she she really does. She she was what? Angelica? Um She's
1: Angelica Yeah, Hamilton? she's the main female character's yeah, an, sister. Yeah, Angelica. Angelica, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um yeah, she was super good in uh in in Hamilton. Um but yeah. Uh and Jamila Jamil is like this is the this is the only like the second thing I've actually physically seen her in and she she is so over the top. She's great um and, uh, my veneers this is, <laughs> oh, so funny uh, not my teeth but my veneers um all right sorry i know that was irritating to hear but uh all right so moving on uh we have one voicemail from thank you penny uh on uh cast of the rings you reminded me of the word i was looking for the venerable
0: steve brown <laughs> Hello She-Hulk cast, this is Steve. I'm just gonna give a quick live Steve for this week's episode. So here we go. <laughs> Absolutely love Nikki. How do you say no to being a bridesmaid? You just say no. Can't wait to see this outfit and I can't wait to see the costume. Oh great, she wants her as regular Jen, <laughs> Just Jen, attorney at law. The same dress, I wish we would see, could see her transition. Kinda die. Is that asking her to tidy up and taking her, the guy away? <laughs> Nikki circles the name of the site like she's gonna check it out. What what is what is it with Jen and everyone having her do these menial tasks? Now they want her to iron all these shirts? Her escort is a dog. <laughs> oh Nikki's the best, unconventional and excellent. Starting to suspect this guy Josh of something else. <laughs> she just tried to punch her and fell. <laughs> oh, but I mean sad, but funny. <laughs> That ended – oh, wait, maybe it's not over. But she just tripped on an ice cube. <laughs> yes, it is over for now. All right, there it was. Episode six. Talk to you later. <laughs> Thanks,
2: That Steve. was awesome, Steve. That was that was uh, fantastic.
0: I and, really enjoy a
1: live Steve.
2: Yeah, I mean, and I, I have – like, we haven't heard many live Steves for comedies. And hearing him laugh over and over at, at the same parts that we were laughing at is – or at least that I was laughing at is, is a lot of fun. Um delightful yeah he he did bring up a couple things that i uh that i had that I, I meant to mention yes josh is suspect unfortunately i hope he's not a bad guy either um and uh the the missed punch was hysterical i could take you like this oh yeah drunk <laughs> jen drunk
1: <laughs> tiny unpowered jen yeah, yeah
2: and, and Titania's face, as she's moving to the side. It was so funny. She's like, "What?" <laughs> and was... she's
1: like, "I don't want to fight you like this." <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh God, she's not worth it if you turn. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much, Steve. That was fantastic. Um, all right, but moving on uh, to uh, the the Marvel question of the week. Um, last week. Penny uh, forgot to. She mentioned what costume she hated, but uh, not what costume she loved. What's your favorite, Penny? Uh,
1: well, I agree with everyone who said Wanda's uh, multiverse of madness costume. Right? It, it was, was
2: so simple yet so and scary.
1: Amazing. With the 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 black fingers, especially, oh, I yeah. thought were really really um, powerful. But uh, I really like Ms. Marvel's costume in the show in the comic book she makes her costume out of a burkini and it's all homemade by her uh in the show they get the costume from her mother makes the costume from like uh traditional pakistani fabrics and she uh the lightning bolt has meaning and there's all these um like uh Symbols and things in the f- embroidered into the fabric that make it very, very meaningful. And I thought it was a beautiful merger of sort of superhero culture and Pakistani culture, and uh, looked great on her and moved great, and it it was really beautiful.
2: I really did like her her final costume, and I'm I imagine that similar to that show, we will get she hulk's costume in the final episode yeah. as we're finally like oh yes although I, it is frustrating that like last episode it was like oh yeah uh uh yeah we got us oh something crazy and oh i want to see your super suit this episode and like yes show me the dang supersuit.
1: yeah all Good the clothes God. were in those bags like pull them out
2: yeah frustrating um, well It is frustrating because I want to see it and I don't want to wait three more episodes to see it. Although we only have three more episodes left.
1: I know. It seems like it's going to be over really soon.
2: Yeah. Um, Three weeks. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, And so for this week's question of the week, Penny.
1: All right. We got a lot of great answers. When I asked the question... Uh, who would you like to see crossover into the MCU from another superhero universe? I used Wonder Woman as an example because there was a recent uh, like red carpet interview with Gal Gadot where she was like, "I love the DC family and the Marvel family. I'd be happy to be in a Marvel movie." Um, not that that really means that it would ever happen, but uh, we got some responses to Wonder Woman, the Wonder Woman idea. And Bill Reese says, or Rice, maybe? I was thinking about this recently. For both properties, it would make so much money if they could work out the copyrights. Let's go.
2: Yeah, so much money. Yeah. Danielle demint juiced. I'm not sure Gal Gadot would be a fit, good fit for the MCU. I'll leave it at that. I would enjoy seeing the Umbrella Academy-, Academy cross over to the MCU, though. I'd like to see Victor Hargraves and Wanda face off. That'd be interesting.
1: That would be. Their powers are both massive, but different.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I feel like Victor doesn't really have nearly the control that Wanda does, though.
1: No, not at all. But it seems to be unlimited amount of power that Victor has.
2: Yeah, she just has to figure out how to focus it. Yeah. Sorry, he, he, folks. He, yeah. All right, moving on.
1: Uh, Rinaldi Calixte says, Wonder Woman would be a great addition to the MCU. She's kind and gentle, but serious, and doesn't take lightly to foolish men. (laughs) (coughs) Star-Lord cough um also she <laughs> hulk seems like she would be great at podcasting she's very opinionated but that probably explains why she's an attorney laugh she does
2: love to talk absolutely yes. it's true cheryl low uh tom holland spider-man and grant Gu- grant gustin's flash i find their lovable goofy sweetness and humor playing off each other would make a fun offbeat co- crossover that's yeah, that's I, true like i agree I, they I've have, have similar energy episodes. Yeah. yeah, I think I've only seen a couple episodes of The the Flash, but it's something that I think that I could really get into.
1: Yeah, it's super cute, that show. I, I've always really liked it. It's very upbeat. Uh, Bob Oaks says, I know he doesn't dispute until Black Adam, but I think Dr. Fate versus Dr. Strange would be all sorts of awesome. I get those two confused all the time.
2: so I'm not familiar with DC. I mean, I'm I'm familiar with DC, but I don't know like all the smaller characters or smaller villains in DC. Um, so I'm not familiar with Dr. Fate. Um, I am looking forward to black Adam though. So maybe I will see who Dr. Fate is at that point.
1: Yeah, you'll learn. It's exciting. Uh,
2: Kelly Burgess. Uh, I would like to see Batman, please not Ben Affleck's version in this MCU or maybe Martian Manhunter. Um, so I, uh, I maybe I'm in the minority, but uh, I enjoyed Ben Affleck's uh, portrayal of Batman as like the old beaten down. I mean, not that he's that old, but, you know, in the in his 40s or 50s beaten down, just done this for a long time. I enjoyed that version of him. Now, if you were to take uh, like the Michael Keaton Batman and uh, and have him show up like that'd be that would be very interesting. Although at this point, Michael Keaton is also old and beaten down. Um, although uh, still a fantastic actor. Um, Uh, How about your answer, Penny? Who would you like to see crossover?
1: Well, I think everyone knows already that I would prefer Edna Mode to Luke (laughs) uh, in the fashion department. But I was thinking a lot about... uh, There was this show that was on in the late 90s called Batman Beyond, a cartoon show that I absolutely loved. And the premise is that it's way in the future and Bruce Wayne is is old and he can't be Batman anymore. He's aged out of it. And this sure. this teenage kid, uh, for various reasons, sort of discovers that Bruce Wayne used to be Batman. And he ends up, you know, wearing the suit and becoming Batman with Bruce Wayne as like his man in the chair. Um, oh, okay. And it's, you know, it's set in the future. It has a lot of villains that are the result of, you know, science gone awry, a lot of biotech like bad ethics there's you know like genetic splicing and things like that in the future um the jokers has become a gang in gotham city that all dress like joker uh Mm -hmm. and they terrorize the city and like uh just sort of with regular crime um it's a really fun cartoon there's only three seasons of it and then there's one animated movie i keep hoping that they'll make a live action version and I was hoping, if they made a live-action version, that they'd bring Michael Keaton back as old Bruce Wayne. Um, I think it would be great.
2: I, uh, I, I've i been watching some... I mean, I, by watching, I mean happened to come across some YouTube videos. So well done, YouTube, on figuring out what I enjoy watching. Uh, but Kevin Conroy, who voiced Batman in uh, Batman the Animated Series... Yep. Uh, like, he was... Like he looks like he could be an old grizzled Bruce Wayne, uh, just with like that that long jaw and uh, I I really I really enjoyed. I mean him between him and Mark Hamill uh, as as the Joker, like that that series. I'm mean, talking wrong. There was there was a ton of phenomenal voice acting in that series. Yeah, yeah, it was that was a a classic show. If you haven't checked that out, it was Batman the Anime series. That was called.
1: Yeah, it was really okay. good. And there was yeah, a was, movie was, too.
2: Yeah, I think there were a number of movies actually. Um, yeah, like Under the Red Hood or uh, Mask Son of, of the Batman. Phantasm. Yeah, yeah. There, I think there are a bunch of that. That whole that whole series of animated ones are fantastic. That's not my choice though. I want to see, uh, and this is based on my recent exposure to uh, to the the, the comic uh, because of the TV show on Amazon. Uh, invincible i want to see the invincible i want to see the boys and i want to see the marvel or the mcu crossover oh i'd love to love to see homelander take on omni-man take on captain marvel like that's the that's the the battle royale that i want to see yeah Um, that
1: would be an amazing thunderdome right
2: just the oh, three the, of them is an excellent way of putting it. Yes. It's, <laughs> it would be last item standing because alien, you know, man, woman, whatever. Uh, yeah. it would be amazing. Uh, that that's oh. my personal my personal favorite.
1: That would be a lot of fun. I first got into Marvel comics um, because of a crossover there was I was a Teen Titans reader as a kid and they did a crossover with the X-Men. And that's how nice. I even found out about the X-Men. And then I became obsessed with uh, Jean Grey slash Dark Phoenix and read every comic I could get my hands on that she was in.
2: So not to be a typical guy, but mm-hmm. uh, Fomke Janssen's version of of Jean Grey will forever be my favorite. <laughs> uh, I, I think she is absolutely stunning. Um, oh, and, well, yes. But, uh, but regardless of that, like her, I thought her portrayal of Jean Grey was like spot on to the comic. Other people can disagree, but uh maybe it's because I loved her as Xenia on a top in Goldeneye, but uh whatever. Uh yeah. So that's 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 uh my other crossover. Yeah. Clunky Anson. Please show up as jean Gray in uh in the MCU. That'd be awesome.
1: That would be cool. She could be a variant from some other Earth. That'd be oh, great.
2: Oh yes. Uh, uh what's the what's what do we have for next week, Penny? <laughs>
1: So taking our cue from this episode, we'd like to know which Marvel character would you want to be your best man or maid of honor? And why do you think they'd make a really good one?
2: Yeah, whether it's a bachelor party or a great uh, bachelorette. I mean, I guess bachelor party, bachelorette party, the same thing. A great bridal shower. Um, And let's be really clear. It doesn't have to be male, female, maid. Man of Honor, whatever, right? If you're like, hey, I want Spider-Man to be my maid of honor because whatever, good to go. Matron yeah. of Honor, too.
1: And you it know. doesn't have to be a powered person.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Any I mean, Nikki, MCU character. Would, would Nikki may not make an amazing maid of honor? Oh, my or God. Or maybe even a be- a great best man. Yeah. Like, she would be fantastic. She would plan
1: an amazing party. Oh, my God. I would, Just, Yeah. Amazing. I would love to have Nikki as a friend. She's really very cool and very supportive.
2: I need to go find out what more stuff Ginger Gonzaga has been in, because if if the writing is anywhere as good as it is in this, and she can play that character this well, whew, boy howdy, I need to go check it out.
1: I think she's relatively new to TV and film, and um, this is her big break. So the, I'm excited that we're going to see more it from her. I hope it is her
2: big break. Yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah. I think we're going to see a lot more from her in the future. She's, she's
2: pretty terrific. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody.
1: If you'd like to get in touch or find out more about podcastica, you can find all of our contact information at podcastica.com.
2: You can write in or record a message, voice message right there on podcastica.com or find links to our social media pages and other shows. And if you don't mind, give us a like or review, or tell us what we're doing better, or what we're not doing great. Uh, tell me that my voice sucks. That's fine. Uh, that's not something I can change, but I can do what I can to modulate it for you.
1: Thanks, Greg. Uh, what what shows are you uh, listening to these days on podcasts? Oh, so
2: I I just starting to catch up with Sandman, and uh, I just saw Gwendolyn Christie is as uh, Satan in, or sorry, as Lucifer in, in the, that episode, I'm a little bit behind. And obviously, you know, we was talking about house of the dragon and, and dragon cast earlier, but, uh, I cannot wait to hear Mark and Jamie talk about, I'm like I said, a couple weeks behind, but, uh, can't wait to hear them talk about, uh, but that episode of Sandman, I think it was episode four, um, uh, is yeah. like, it was, she killed in that <laughs> killed. Yeah. As Lucifer. <laughs> uh, in that role it was it that was, was a
1: really great episode especially beautiful and uh wait till you get to six six is my favorite of the whole series i was it's just really, warned great.
2: Ja- i was talking to jamie and jamie warned me to watch 24 7 when i which is episode five when i have time to watch episode six next because 24 7 is a hard watch yeah um, five is a rough so, one. Ugh, yeah
1: yeah uh, and of course, I'm. Uh, we just got uh, Handmaid's Tale just started last week, and uh, episode three was out yesterday. And the season is insane and so good. And uh, the Handmaid's Tale podcast breaks it all down and processes emotions with us, and and really gets you through. It's fantastic.
2: Oh, I really just I need to push through, but I I'm just trying to catch up on so much stuff. Like it's I still hard. need to finish Better so Call Saul.
1: There's and so it, much yeah, good up. content out right now. Yeah, it's amazing. It really
2: is. It's amazing. Um, but anyway, uh, next time on this podcast, She-Hulk, Season 1, Episode 7. And I have accepted it now. No title released.
0: <laughs>
1: That's our show. Thanks for joining us. Green, Green Up! up.